Hi, I'm Michael Pinter. Welcome to the How to Flip New York podcast, where we teach you how to start or grow a wholesaling or flipping business in New York. If you're getting any value from this podcast, please leave us a review because that helps us out greatly. So we're going to talk about how to wholesale property step by step, and I'm going to talk about how it happens in New York and how it happens everywhere else, right? Because in New York, it's very different than the other 49 states. So first of all, let's talk about what wholesaling is. I mean, you're going to figure that out from when I give you the steps, but wholesaling is the art, as I defined it, of uh, getting properties under contract for less than market price at a deep enough discount that you can then assign the contract without even closing and assign that contract to usually another cash buyer who's going to pay you more for it than you got into contract for it. So let's talk about the steps that I go through in New York. So the real first step that nobody talks about, right? You don't see this on HGTV is marketing, right? Marketing is the act of um, reaching out to potential sellers, people that are usually more likely to sell for either reasons regarding the property or reasons regarding their personal situation and saying, hey, do you want to sell your property? Then there's usually a process of following up with them. And then at some point you make an offer to them. I see the properties live. I go to all the properties myself. Um, There are people who don't. And then making an offer, they accept an offer. Now, this is where it diverges, right? That everything that I just said happens applies in all 50 states. But right after they say yes, in other states, what happens at that point is you bring a contract and you say, hey, please sign this contract. I will maybe give you a minuscule deposit of $100. Um, and let's, we'll be in contract then. In New York, it doesn't work that way. In New York, what happens at that point is they have to uh, engage an attorney, which most people have know an, att- an attorney, if not, you can recommend one, uh, who will prepare the contract, send it to your attorney, and they will negotiate the details of the contract. That's what happens in New York. Okay, let's get, take it a step further, and let's say that the contract, all that happens in New York, and the contract gets signed. Now, we've caught up to the other uh, areas. Another huge difference is that what most wholesalers do in other states is they'll put a contingency in there, let's say an inspection contingency, give me two weeks, three weeks, to inspect the property, which really they're going to use to uh, find the buyer. In New York, there's no inspection contingencies. All inspections have to have to be done before the contract. So in any standard deal, and this happens all the time with me, we agree on a price, then an inspection gets ordered. If there's anything that the buyer wants repaired, it shows up in the contract. So the contract gets signed with any uh, inspection items that need to be repaired in there. So in other uh, parts of the country, at that point, you're going to look for, once the contract's signed, you're going to look for a buyer. If you don't find a buyer, you can get out of the contract in theory. In New York, every contract I go into, I either have to assign or I have to close. So what's the next step? The next step is also the same is finding a buyer. So I then need to go out to my buyers list and say, hey, I have this property. It's this price. I'm going to show it. I have to speak to the seller about when it's going to be shown. It depends if it's vacant, if someone's there, if there's a tenant. Obviously, all these things are different in every situation. So then we show the property. I don't even know when I started this video. We show the property and... Um, Hopefully we find some, we get offers, multiple. Sometimes I get 20, 30 offers on a property. And then I pick the one that it seems the best, not always the highest price. If someone uh, is uh, um, more reliable or seems to know what they're doing, I might choose a slightly lower price. And then we, uh, my attorney will send him out an assignment of contract, which gets signed. And then what happens is I am now locked up from both sides so then i have to schedule the closing right so again it's different on every situation i know in other states these things happen in two two minutes 10 seconds i'll close in 24 hours in new york it's usually not that quick so uh, the seller might be living there i might need a place to go there might be a tenant that has to leave 
you might be selling it vacant, occupied. It, it, it's different in every situation. So um, then you just coordinate the closing. When the closing happens, you're going to make the difference between what you're in contract on and what you're assigning it for. That's base, the basic steps to wholesaling. Did I miss anything? I think in other states, it's really being handled through a title company. So title company is dispersing the funds, is taking the deposits. You possibly can use the buyer's deposit for uh, for if you work it out the timing for your for your deposit it's very different in new york in new york deposits are much bigger right standard emd earnest money deposit in new york is 10 percent. if i'm buying something for three hundred thousand dollars they're gonna expect me to put thirty thousand dollars up now i can negotiate can negotiate it down maybe to ten thousand maybe to five thousand sometimes they'll go 15 um but they wanted something significant in other states i don't even think you even have to, they even have to deposit the check in new york it's you're not considered in contract until the the deposit check clears and the contract is signed by all parties and all the attorneys uh, distribute it. It's very, very different. Um, but the hard parts of wholesaling really are the beginning, the marketing, the finding the deals, right? And I get calls from people all day that are asking me questions about business cards and questions about finding, making, creating a buyer's list and questions about what attorney should they use and questions about an investor-friendly title company which doesn't apply in New York and questions about which contract they should use which doesn't apply in New York. These are standard questions I get every week. Um, but I've said this before and I'll say it again. If you are thinking about wholesaling, the only two things you should be doing, there are only two. One is learning, right? And I, at the risk of being immodest, I think I'm the only guy teaching how to do it in New York. Um, there's a million guys who teach how to do it everywhere else. And they're great guys. They're not bad guys at all. And they're not trying to screw people over. But I know so many people that spend so much money on, on um, people teaching them how to do business. And they're learning from people who have no idea how to do a deal in New York who've never done a deal in New York, who never will do a deal in New York. So I feel bad. You know, I see numbers people tell me they spend $40,000 on coaching from a guy who, you know, who lives in New York but does deals in New Jersey. It seems ridiculous to me. Um, it's very different. Now, is the marketing the same? Pretty much. Pretty much. Not exactly. Right? Well, let's talk about differences in market. Well, the two things you need to be doing is learning and marketing. That's it. That's, well, those are the only two things you should be doing. Every other thing. Where am I going to get the money? Don't worry about that. How do I find a buyer? Don't worry about that. If you really lock up a good deal, the money will be there with no problem and the buyers will come with no problem, right? And you can certainly send a good deal to me if you're interested. I'm partnering. Um, I have a coaching student who's locking up his first deal now after like a month and a half. Unbelievable. Usually I tell people it's going to take 12 to 18 months, but maybe I'm just a great coach. No, it's probably just luck. But um, the situation is that if you're spending time on anything other than learning or on marketing, uh, you are wasting your time. I feel bad that you're wasting your time, but that's the truth. Um, because every other thing will fall into place once you find deals. If you told me, listen, I can get you uh, five deals, five good deals a month, I will tell and because I have some magic way, I'll tell you that you'll never be broke the rest of your life. Right? You'll, you'll make money the rest of your life. You don't have to do anything. Just bring the deals. Right, and the way I work with people who bring me deals is a standard uh, agreement per deal. Um, if we wholesale the deal, it's a 50-50 split, and if uh, I have to close on it, it's 60-40 in my favor. That's it, right? Which is way too generous, but that's the, that's fine. And I do everything, right? Somebody brings me a deal, I tell them if it's a deal. I go and see the property with them. I will uh, use my money for the deposit. I will use my attorney. I will um, the hell is it? Oh, I find a buyer, and I coordinate the closing. So I basically do everything, but Finding deals is the is the is really the hard part.
So I would say I have no problems putting 50-50 with it if you bring me deals. But don't, please don't call me. And I have to say this, and I feel bad that I even have to say it. Don't call me with a, I, I saw a deal, it's a house that's in bed, that's falling apart next to me. That's not a deal. I define it as a potential deal when you have spoken to the decision maker, usually the seller, and that seller says, I want to sell it um, and indicates some kind of severe motivation or indicates that he's willing to take a discounted price. Otherwise, it's probably not a deal. Right, I, you know, I had people call me and say, "Oh, I, I found the, these deals. Uh, uh, they were listed on the MLS. Things that are listed on the MLS are almost always not a deal. Not going to say always. I bought deals off the MLS, but it's very unlikely that it's going that you're going to be able to buy it at enough of a discount if it's not selling on the MLS. Just to repeat, and I know people's mind gets blown when I say this: if something's on the MLS and it's not selling, there's only one one reason why it's not selling, and that is because it's priced too high. That's it. As stupid as that sounds, you give me any situation, I'll tell you there's guys out there who will buy it. You tell me you don't have access, there's still guys who will buy it. You tell me it's at a horrible condition, plenty of guys will buy it. You tell me it's in a horrible location, and all those things. If it's, if it's in a horrible location, it's in a horrible condition, and you don't have access, there is still a price. Now, that price may be it's probably significantly less than what they're asking, right? That's what happens. But it's on, the only reason why a property doesn't sell in the MLS is because it's priced too high. Now, you have to buy it at a discount from what the real price is. So, I, I mean, someone called me recently. They had a pro- property, and the uh, property is a terrible disrepair. Um, it p- pretty much checked off all the boxes. Not a great location, not the worst location. Couldn't get in because it was boarded up and listed on the MLS. He goes, well, it's a great deal. I go, they're asking $400,000 for it. He goes, yeah, but houses in the area are going for like four fifty, five hundred. I'm like, dude, that's a house that you can pay two hundred thousand dollars for. You can't even get in to see what's going on. Uh, it probably needs uh, over a hundred to one hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of work. You know, if they priced it at two hundred thousand dollars, would sell in two minutes. So it's always a function of price. Everything's a function of price, at least by us, right? I, I remember I tried to do some deals in Cincinnati once, and uh, the guy wanted three thousand dollars for a house, and I'm like, that's amazing. And I spoke to my local guy. He goes, it's not worth $3,000. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, the, the the full asking price of that house, if it's all done, is $40,000. And it has about $40,000 worth of work. That doesn't happen by us, right? The land, most of the land in Long Island is worth uh, $150,000 to $200,000. No problem. If it's buildable land. So there is a price for everything. If something's not selling in MLS, it is only because it's priced too high. So... Um, back to those two things you should be doing. So you should be learning and you should be marketing. Marketing is a, usually a very long momentum-based process where you need to continue to market, whether that's calling, texting, mailing, whatever you're doing. You need to do it a lot to the same list and you need to touch those people multiple times and you need to capture anybody who says that maybe they're interested in selling or they are interested in selling at some point or they are interested in selling now. Most people are not going to sell right now and you need to follow up with those people forever. I know it sounds like a problem, but that's how it works. So I hope this was helpful in the steps. Believe me, the hard part is what nobody shows you. The hard part is the marketing, right? There is no done. There are people who claim to have done for you marketing systems. Most of them don't work. They're expensive and they just don't work. And they, most of them don't work in New York also. So I would say it's just a simple matter. The simple steps of marketing are buying a list, not so expensive, maximum 500 bucks. Maybe if you get a PropStream account, you can just pay $97 a month um, and just download 10,000 uh, off the first month. That list will last you four to eight months. 
Then you have the skip tracer list, not so expensive, five to eight hundred bucks. So you're in it for about, I don't know, less than fifteen hundred bucks to start. And then you call and text that list forever and just capture it with a free Google Sheet. Those are really the steps to marketing. Hey, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, go to howtoflipnewyork.com for more information about the various ways that I can help you. And again, if you can leave a review, uh, that would really help us out.